Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Sino Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Dark Elevation from Toronto, Canada. Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford defeated Jeremy Prophet and Jessica Neri with Sabian pinning Prophet after hitting two back to back anarchy suplexes. Uh, Prophet had previously appeared on an episode of SmackDown. Frankie Kazarian defeated Matt Blackman easily with the chicken wing. Blackman, Prophet, and Neri from the previous matches, all three are actually winners of Jacques Rougeau's camp and got to train at the Nightmare Factory as a result. Athena defeated Jody Threat. Threat got a great reaction here in hometown of Toronto and has appeared everywhere since 2017, including GCW, Progress, Shimmer, Smash Wrestling, and more. She hung in there and had the crowd fully behind her. Athena was getting booed, but she ended up dropping Threat on her knees and held up uh, for the win and then held up Threat's uh, hands after the match. The Butcher and the Blade defeated the Voros Twins. The Voros Twins are famous for their TikTok videos with their Da Vinci meme and even got an entrance for this match. Uh, they have appeared on Ring of Honor as well. The Bunny came out decked in Canadian colors, but the Butcher and the Blade won easily after hitting Drag the Lake. Jay Lethal and Satnam Singh defeated Junior Benito and Dylan Davis. Sanjay Dutt before the match said that they're all on the same page and Jay Lethal is now happy. Satnam destroyed Davis with a spinning powerbomb and hammered him down for the pan as Lethal didn't even get in the ring for this match. Emmy Sakura and Serena Deeb defeated Madison Rain and Sky Blue. Good match here, and the crowd was easily into it as Deeb made Rain submit to the Serenity Lock. And the main event here, the Guns, no longer going by the Gun Club, Austin and Colton, defeated the Bollywood Boys, making their AEW debut, and they had a great reaction here during the entrance, so it wouldn't surprise me if they were asked to return to AEW. Uh, and the Guns came out with these, like, FTR uh, shirts and fake cardboard titles as they've been recently kind of mocking FTR. And Colton gets the pin on Gerv after hitting the big rig as an insult to the FTR. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark, also from Toronto. Hikaru Shida defeated Vanessa Craven. Craven making her AEW debut was actually part of the Mae Young Classic back in 2018. And actually took a break from wrestling since then and just returned earlier this year. But Shida ended up winning after hitting the Katana. 
Dark Order's Evil Uno, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and Ten defeated Tyler Turva, Shane Hawk, Zach Patterson, and Giordano. Giordano just appeared on Monday Night Raw last month, while Turva has done matches for Impact and SmackDown. Jose the Assistant was on commentary scouting Ten, but Evil Uno got the pin after hitting something evil. Eddie Kingston and Ortiz defeated Mo Jabari and Jake O'Reilly. Jabari was just on Raw a couple weeks ago as well. While O'Reilly has spent some time in All Japan Pro Wrestling, Ortiz got the pin on O'Reilly after hitting a Fisherman Buster, and then after the match, Kingston put on the stretch plum on O'Reilly. But Ortiz asked him to let go or they'll get disqualified, so Eddie did let go. The best friends in Orange Cassidy defeated Kobe Durst, Stephen Maines, and Jesse V. Jesse V is the current Superkick champion and the boss of one Davey Portman in Toronto. Cassidy hit the orange punts on Maines for the win. Ari Davari defeated Brandon Cutler. Sonny Kiss assisted Davari on the outside, but Cutler took Kiss out with the cold spray. This distracted Cutler enough for Davari to attack him from behind and hit the hammerlock lariat for the pin. Davari got on the mic after and called out Hook, called Hook a fool for turning down $50,000 to buy the FTW title, so now he's going to personally take it from him. This prompted Hook to come out, but as Davari put Kiss in front of him, Hook walked off as they will have their title match this Friday on Rampage. Willow Nightingale defeated Saleza Sparks with a Dr. Bomb, but Sparks looked pretty impressive in this match. Dante Martin defeated QT Marshall in the main event. Marshall got on the mic before the match and threatened to never come back to Canada if they still chanted that he sucks, which of course they did. This match was actually really good and probably one of the best that I saw this Thursday in Toronto for the Rampage taping. They went back and forth at the end for a bit as QT dodged the nosedive just for Dante to put on the backslide for the win. They did tape about seven or more matches for this um, episode of Dark, so I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing those next week. We go to Impact Wrestling on before the Impact, the Motor City Machine Guns defeated Raj Singh and Shira, with Chris Sabin pitting Singh after hitting the Cradle Shock. Josh Alexander started the show and right away called out Bully Ray and asked him why he didn't call his shot at Bound for Glory after his match. Uh, Ray talked about how he was longer in this company than any other company that he's been in, and he stabbed multiple people in the back and has done it all, but now he wants to do it the right way. But Alexander says that everybody tells him that he can't trust Bully. Bully says that he will announce ahead of time when he will cash it in, but they get interrupted by Steve Macklin, who asks why was Bully Ray even in that match, and he must have politicked his way into it like he always does. The Macklin started saying how he beat all these former world champions and that he should be getting the world title shot. But Moose interrupted him and called Bully Ray a scumbag, just like he is, because he likes scumbags, and he learned everything from watching Bully Ray and what he does. Then Bobby Fish interrupted all these men uh, and ran down everybody that is out here and straight up challenged Alexander for a world title shot tonight, which he accepted. So I guess he kind of beat everybody else to the punch. The Motor City Machine Guns tried to find Scott Demore to ask for a tag team title shot, but they see that Heath and Rhino asked for it first, so they'll be getting it next week. Killer Kelly defeated Tasha Steeles in a notice qualification match by submission with the Killer Clutch while having the chain around Tasha's mouth. Johnny Swinger and Dirty Dango were backstage talking until they cut to Sammy Callahan, who was taking out some of Eric Young's minions from the Violent by Design. Scott Demore then told Josh Alexander to be ready and careful for Bully Ray. Trey Miguel defeated Alex Zane, Black Toros, Kenny King, Laredo Kid, and Yui Ramora in a six-way scramble match after getting the pin on Zane. Speedball Mike Bailey stopped Frankie Kazarian in the parking lot and told him that he's a true legend and only it'll only make him better by losing in defeat. Miguel comes in and asks for an X-Division title shot, but Kazarian says that he just has to see what happens as he makes his way to the ring for later on. Vexed and Giselle Shaw defeated the Death Dolls with Giselle Shaw pinning Rosemary after hitting a knee strike. Tommy Dreamer bumped into Bully Ray backstage and says a lot of people don't trust him and ask him to do the right thing. And then Ray says Tommy is his best friend and he will not him will not let him look like a fool. On and the more backstage and are upset that Heath and Rhino get a title shot out of nowhere and said that they haven't seen Eddie Edwards all day. And next week they will retain the tag team titles. 
Matt Cardona defeated Bupinder Gujur. Brian Myers comes out during the match to distract Gujur as Cardona hits radio silence for the win. Mickey James was being interviewed backstage about going after the knockouts title before she gets interrupted by Vax and Giselle Shaw as Chelsea Green says that she beat Mickey before and will do it again. But they said that they're too busy going after gold and they would see a video from the Bullet Club challenging Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer for a match next week. In the main event for the Impact World Championship, Josh Alexander defends against Bobby Fish. Really good match here with Alexander fighting out of a triangle choke and hitting the C4 spike for the win. After the match, Frankie Kazarian comes out and exercises option C, relinquishing his X Division title, so he'll be getting a future world title shot against Alexander. Not sure when this is happening. I'm guessing it'll probably be at the next Impact Plus special. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. We go to Women of Wrestling. We have a second round match in the WoW Tag Team Title Tournament as Miami Sweet Heat defeats Chainsaw and Holly Dead. Holly Dead is replacing Siren the Voodoo Doll in the tournament, and she has Thunder Rosa's former tag team partner when they were the Twisted Sisters and has appeared in Ring of Honor, MLW, AEW, and WWE. Candy Crush defeated Ice Cold with her Candy Crusher right hook. The Heavy Metal Sisters defeated the Bully Busters and Vivian Rivera with Fury getting the pan on Rivera. And the main event here, Leia Makoa defeated Penelope Pink with a Samoan drop. Pretty good match here with two, um, I guess, established wrestlers here. And uh, this was treated as a big upset for Layla. We go to NWUSA as Missa Kate and Mady, uh, sorry, Maddie defeated Pretty Empowered in a non-title match. Uh, Kate pinned Ella, after, Ella Envy after Maddie hit the rally check in a big upset over the champions. And Ella Envy and Kenzie kind of got into a little shouting match after, but they seem to be okay. But Maddie and Miss Kate have earned themselves a tag team title shot at hard times because of this. JR Kratos cuts a promo saying that Aaron Stevens will fight him, but May Valentine says that he will not as, um, as, they are going to go to Brazil. They're still keeping this Brazil storyline going on. Homicide defended the Junior Heavyweight Championship against Doug Williams. This is a rematch from March when Homicide defended the title against Williams, and this time he did the same thing, hitting a DDT in the Boston Crab as the ref called out the match with Doug being knocked out. The Fixers defeated Mercurio and Alex Taylor and Jeremiah Plunkett of Vilbegotten in a three-on-two handicap match as Matt Vine was out with an injury. Mercurio had some mystery women in his corner, and then Ligurski got the pin on Plunkett after the Fixers hit a double powerbomb. The main event was supposed to be Jack Stane versus Anthony Mayweather in the last man stand 
Outstanding match, but Mayweather came out in a suit with his son and said that life is all about clarity. He needs to be the hero and the father to his family, and he shouldn't be focused on Jack's day, and he doesn't want him, and he doesn't matter to him anymore. And then Chris Silvio tried to bait Mayweather into the match, but Mayweather said it won't work. Dane told Mayweather's son that he will be his hero instead, and he can call him Daddy, which caused Mayweather to start brawling with Dane, but Dane laid him out as the show ended. We go to NWA Power as Trevor Murdoch defeated Matt Taven in a non-title match after hitting a top rope bulldog. Velvet Sky then made an announcement that said that Tim Storm wouldn't be able to accept the title shot that she gave him from the Champions uh, Series match, so instead she will give it to Angelina Love, but Love wants to prove herself, and she will face a top-tier talent later on in this episode. The Spectaculars were trying to be interviewed, but Tyrus interrupted them and started to choke out Rolando Freeman. Black G's tried to calm down Tyrus, tell him to stop, but Tyrus kind of pushed them off as well. The Rodney, uh, the question mark, this one being Rodney Mack, defeated Kratos after Aaron Stevens hit Kratos with a loaded glove, followed by the, the Mogovian strike, uh, Mogovian spike for Mack to get the pen. Mack, Mark, I get confused here. And then Chelsea Green actually defeated Angelina Love as she was defending her champion series title opportunity here after hitting a chop to the throat and pulling onto the tights. So now Green has taken Love's championship opportunity and the Velvet Sky was upset on commentary. Carrie Morton defeated Joe Alonso with a running knee and EC3 defeated Mercurio with the essential driver after the match EC3 cut a promo warning Tom Latimer that he will control his narrative. We go to NXT level up. We have a new commentary team here. Sudu Shad is now joined by his new partner being Byron Saxton moving from Raw. Ikemen Jiro and Tank Ledger making his debut, defeated Duke Hudson and Bryson Montana. Uh, Ledger is a former football player and uh, was part of the first Next In Line class and has also been seen as part of Hank Walker's security team on NXT. Impressive showing from him, uh, doing some powerhouse type moves, but Jiro got the pin on Montana after hitting the Ikemen slash. Duke Hudson abandoned Montana towards the end of this match as well. Miles Bourne defeated Dante Chen to continue his winning streak, hitting a brain buster for the pin. And Ivy Nile defeated Lash Legend, pretty dominant win here with Nile, Nile putting on the Dragon Sleeper for the quick tap out. We go to New Japan Strong as Doc Gallows defeated Shea Cabrera. This looks to be Gallows' last appearance on Strong for a while, as he's now back in WWE full-time. Uh, Gallows with a rare singles victory here, winning after hitting an Anarchy Suplex. Aussie Open defends the Strong Open Tag Team titles against Team Filthy's Danny Limelight and JR Kratos. Good match here with Mark Davis pinning Limelight after hitting Coriolis. And then Fred Rosser defended the strong openweight championship against Chris Dickinson. This match actually ended up in a double countout. Uh, got a bit violent and out of hand. Them spilling outside and into the crowd until they both got the 20 countout. And after the match, they kept rolling until officials had to separate them. This match uh, was just getting warmed up when the, the decision was made. So I'm sure that they'll be having a rematch pretty soon. We go to main event as Carmelo Hayes makes his main event debut, defeated Cedric Alexander. They had a video from Alexander saying that he took some time off to reassess his journey in the WWE, but he will remind himself and the rest of the world that he is prime Alexander. And then Hayes' video said that he's more talented than Cedric and he don't miss. Uh, and he came out here without Trick Williams, but he did get the win after hitting nothing but net leg drop. Very good match. Probably the best I've seen on main event in a long time. Definitely check this out if you can. A little bit later, we saw Cedric and Carmelo backstage where Carmelo says that he has respect for Cedric, but, but he'll be seeing a lot more of him as it's his time to eat now. Uh, we go backstage with Tamina and Dana Brooke. Both tell R-Truth and Shelton Benjamin to work together, so they agree to be a team, and Shelton told R-Truth that he'll be in his corner tonight, but Shelton didn't say what's up when R-Truth asked him during his entrance. And the match was R-Truth defeating Ra Von Wagner by disqualification. Uh, Wagner also making his main event debut here. Uh, no rubber stone in his corner. Uh, wacky finish here with Wagner pulling off the turnbuckle, but the referee stopped him from using it. And then while he was fixing the turnbuckle, Shelton tossed R-Truth the chair, and he does the old Eddie Guerrero spot where he tosses it to Wagner and lays down so the referee thinks Wagner used it and disqualifies him, giving the win to R-Truth. 
the WWE Network editions of the week were ICW Fight Club, as well as Progress Wrestling, Return of the Fly, which had Aussie Open versus Violence is Forever. Definitely check that out if you can. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.